The following is an RC Underground Radio production. Welcome to RC Underground Radio with your hosts, David Brinkman and Ryan Ratzloff. Let's join the show. So, Ryan, we talked earlier that we were going to have a new segment. So we're actually going to talk about that a little bit. Let's do it. Yeah. So, you know, the RC Underground, sure, it's the track, and we say it's because it's in the basement, right? But um, it's also kind of a metaphor. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you could take that. So, so stick with me on this, because I'm going to get deep. Okay. Okay, Dave, I... I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep tonight, but uh, let's just roll with it. Let's, okay. Let's yeah, get I, deep. Good. Ooh, I, that, I don't know what happened yeah, there. That was I'm a little lightheaded. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, when you it's the RC underground, that means you can kind of dig below the surface. Yep. So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, about our little racetrack downstairs in the basement. But. Yeah. There's a whole world out there of RC racing, right? Mm-hmm. And so if that's not in our basement, I thought we'd call the segment Above Ground. Oh, that's a great segment because I, I, I try and live my life above ground. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. So we're, we're going to talk about, you know, what, what's outside of, you know, outside the RC the underground, right? What's above ground, I guess, if you, yeah. Yeah, literally what's above, above ground, ground right? or what's out in the sunshine, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. So... Yeah, so the idea of that is just there's a lot going on. Not even, and I don't know how far out into the wilderness or the woods we'll get with RC racing as a whole, mm-hmm. but just inside the one RC racing world, is it crazy or what? It's everywhere. I mean, you know, again, you're taking a two hundred dollar car, you throw it down on some carpet or some foam, and away you go. So imagine all these tracks that pop up. I mean. Shoot, in 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 Wisconsin here, um, I know of five off yeah. the top of my head that I could that I could yeah. rattle off. Yeah, exactly. And then you go to the One RC website, which I think motivate everybody to do. It's uh, what One RC Racing dot com. Yep. Um, yeah, learn about these cars. I mean, it's phenomenal. I believe these cars are all over the world. Uh, have been yeah. sold all over the world. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 an amazing uh, community, and then you know the, you got Facebook. Um, so there's a lot of uh, uh, groups on there um, that that we're part of, um, and, and you see all these other tracks out there. And you know, I start to drool when I see some of them. Some of them are just so big and you know massive. Um, you got uh, Matt Murph Dog Murphy. He's got Race City Speed Factory down in North Carolina. We've talked about you know yeah, one. It's day. probably the Daytona yeah, of one it's, RC. Yeah, it's, it's where everybody wants to go. Yeah, it's everybody. Everybody wants to go to that track, but it's a very cool track. So you see all that kind of stuff, and you, you know the, the racing, and you know a lot of a lot of those tracks will actually post you know their rules and things of that nature. So you get some ideas and and all of that. But I, I mean, Facebook is there's a lot of stuff on Facebook, okay. But like my feed, when you start getting into it, it's it, that's all it is is like one RC cars and racing and tips and tricks and this and that, and it's like that's all I got now. Yeah, and you're not kidding. I mean, my wife sometimes on the weekend she'll be like, "You have been on that phone for like 45 minutes, just scrolling," and I said, "Yeah," and I'm not scrolling anything 
but one RC racist because yeah. there's so much posted and there's so many good questions and there's so many posting their cars and the paint schemes and yeah. the tracks and the how the, what they come up with for their bridges and just I mean mm-hmm. the detail to it you could spend all day just surfing and on a on a race day watching everybody's posts throughout the no day. doubt no doubt yeah and and it, that's that's kind of gets you excited right because you can go anywhere and it, that's the thing you don't need a whole lot right i mean you and i have some pretty big pit boxes nick nick has one but you don't need to take all that stuff you could literally throw the stuff in a suitcase and poof off you go yeah it's truly the it's not how you arrive it's how you drive right like yeah you don't need anything true. fancy it's right. just i need a lot of fancy stuff because yeah. i'm not that great of a yeah. driver but and, yeah 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 and i mean a lot there's a lot of different classes out there and i respect yeah. that yeah. because uh it's it's a great building ground for new racers all the way up to established racers so you know whether there's restrictors or not restrictors or 8700 v's or 10 v's or midgets but, or whatever but here's the, here's the thing though dave to that right i mean we run the we run the late models and you know, it may be considered a mod class to some or a super, right, versus a crate, which is basically out-of-the-box stock. But when you think about it, you know, that basic car is $209, I think, or whatever on 1RC's website or at your local hobby shop. To get to a super late model doesn't take that much. So, I mean, really, all those different classes and stuff, it, it's kind of neat to see, but also knowing that, hey, if I'm starting out in a crate, right i don't need to go buy a new car to make it as you know a super or a mod for a couple extra shekels i can i can make that thing so you, you can start out and there's a lot of tracks that will run that crate class in in basically everything that that one rc makes and then they'll ramp it up you know and, and, and so on and so forth so but y- you can have a you know high build everything you know 10v motors and this and that and maybe only spend an extra hundred bucks on the car. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You yeah, know? about a hundred bucks. Yeah. And what's cool is, I mean, all the and and the all our track promoters. It's not that we talk. We do see each other's stuff, but there just seems to be a real bond to say, let's just whatever your class is gonna be, it has to be one RC, has to have a one RC part number. None of this one off and and building this and building that and. You know, with yeah. the world of 3D printers and all that, th- that could get out of hand fast. And like a lot of other classes in RC, it would it would die off. It would just destroy it, yeah. But what I didn't even realize when I got in, because just started last year, was I think this has been going around since, what, 2018, 2019? Yeah, I want to say pre, pre-COVID, pre yeah. Yeah, and everything starts out exciting and jumps out of the box. Just, you know, it's the greatest class ever. But usually about two years into it, it burns out. This isn't. This is gaining momentum. Yeah. It's like now they just came out with the pavement modified, and like it kept being out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Right. And yeah. trust me, we know they're not building 10 of them. No. They're building hundreds and hundreds of these things. I, I would love to get a number of how many's out there, you know, just It'd how cool, many total yeah. drivers. I bet it would blow our minds because yeah. the, the number's got to be greater than what I even think it is or you even think it is, right? Yeah. So anyways, let's get back to – so we're going to call it above ground. Right? Yep. That's kind of a play on words. I but like it. Yeah. So here's just kind of things to look forward to. We're going to have future guests. Um, a lot of them will be um, RC track owners, promoters, other racers, um, some special surprise guests that uh, if I can – some of them that have already said yes I think are a big surprise. Yeah. But 
I got big but eyes. You haven't even told me about that stuff, and I can't I, believe you can keep that secret. That's from that's me. The, the. I thought we were friends. That's, that's why it's special surprise. Oh, I thought you said because it's I'm it's going to be. Well, that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, new one RC cars and equipment as it comes out, um, and just thoughts on the RC industry as a whole. I mean, this can branch out that we talk about radios and and yeah. batteries and chargers and you know. It could branch out to so many different subjects, but that's what we want to do. I, you and I enjoy doing this. Yeah. And um, if we can bring something to the RC community that everybody kind of wraps their arms around and goes, this guy's there's a couple of crazy knuckleheads. But it was a really cool subject they talked about. Well, and I think, you know, again, being that this, being that the 1RC, um, I'll, I'll call it a community because I really believe it is. Um, you know, we, we kind of, we, we pine for this. Um, and again, you got you and I aren't the most brilliant drivers in the world. Um, you know, maybe our setups might be a little off, uh, whatever. But we've got a platform, and we're going to bring in, you know, people that really know their stuff. You know, in terms of car setting up, track promoting, you know, building tracks. What are you guys using for surfaces? What are you doing for your, you know, Absolutely. your infields and all that? So that's really cool. And then we've got, we've got, we've made some really good friends. Um, that 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 build stuff, and it not not necessarily for the cars, right? But um, I'll just for example, our, our buddy Charlie, right from Digital Fabrication, he's making some awesome stuff for these cars. I think I've ordered a ton of. I couldn't even tell you how much money I spent, honey. Don't look at the credit card bill, but like <laughs> Ch- Charlie just comes up with this cool stuff. I mean, his setup stand, right? I, I, that's the first thing I pull out of my box every day. So we want, we're going to talk about that. We can get Charlie on here because he's got a he's he's a wheel man too. I don't know if you've seen some of his yeah. posts lately. Love like it'll be cool. Yeah. Oh, I want him to, at the underground, but I want to pick his brain a little bit. I want some of those sure. setups because he did a clean sweep uh, last weekend. But you know, we want to get you listeners engaged more, right? And and just. We're talking with people all the time, so if we can bring them onto the show, they can provide their their experience, their knowledge, right, and give you even more motivation to continue doing this. That's that's really what this is all about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, a little bit down the pipe, but what we hope to do too is maybe we do it, uh, in unison, either you know Facebook Live or YouTube Live, so we can get some questions, some live questions from people, sure. and we'll you know bring those up either to the guests or things that we can talk about ourselves. We just, yeah, you, you said it eloquently. This is, this is, um, you know, this one RC community and there's a lot of stuff to talk about and we have the opportunity to have a platform, but, uh, yeah, we'd like everybody's voice that wants to be heard to be heard and for the listeners to be entertained at the end of the day. That's what it's all about. So Ryan, I think we should, uh, you know, we need to kick this off in, in grand scale, right? Yeah, so, I mean, go big or go home, right? Exactly. So you know, we're not we're not pulling any punches. We're going right to the top. So yep. when we talk about above ground and we talk about people that we're going to talk to, I think what's really cool is to talk about big races, like the yeah. big ones that are out there, right? Yeah, there's and so this, many big ones. Yeah, I'm super this one, excited. This one's the big one. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited because this yeah. is yeah. In in the one RC world, this is one of the I would say one of the crown jewels. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Right, right. So we're going to talk Chili Cup. Chili Cup took place in Colorado. And the man behind the mission is Sean Lewis. And we are lucky to have Sean on the line. Sean, welcome to the program. 
Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, boy, where do we start on this one, right? Like social media was blowing up on this deal um, from the beginning and now what you've built this thing into. So, like, how many drivers did you actually have there this year? Uh, this year we're down a little bit, but we had uh, 43 drivers and 134 actual cars that are racing. Wow, that's fantastic. 43 drivers. Did you need, like, you know, 500,000 square feet for all the pit stalls? <laughs> uh, we, we we raced in Hobby Town, so uh, we, we got quite a bit of room, but uh, I think eventually we're we're – we're gonna have to figure out something. There's an upstairs there, so we might have to do some upstairs pitting as well. So that's, that's one heck of a car count. Yeah, one thing that's great that that I see a lot is there's a lot of this one um, RC racing at hobby towns around the country. So that's that's really kind of a, a cool synergy that they realize. Hey, you know, if we provide a space, we're gonna bring in people that can race, and then I'm sure they're super. Um, happy there in Colorado that you uh, took over as a promoter, right? So that you come into their space, but you actually promote it. So what what goes into that? What, what, goes, what goes into promoting a big event? Like, you know, we just don't have the space to have that level of competitors come into our space. It, it, there's a lot of work that goes into it, a lot of behind the scenes. Um, I'll start working on next year's Chili Cup in probably July. Hmm. Um, so just trying to get sponsors involved and just promoting it and getting, you know, awards and designs and all kinds of stuff that goes into play. Um, I also <clears throat> work on full size race car teams too. So that's always got me busy too. And so, um, <laughs> and just everyday life, but it, it's a huge, it's, it, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, I spend a lot of time talking to other racetracks and promoters around, you know, the United States and trying to kind of get uh, a mutual rule setting that, you know, so people, when they do come here to or, or to another track, they don't have to change their cars drastically from one place to another. So, yeah, that's one thing that we've seen that I think is great is like, even though all the promoters can't actually physically get on like conference calls and talk it through everybody just kind of has the same goal and like understands if we keep this consistent and people can go anywhere around the country and run these things, it's only going to keep it strong and, and make it stronger. Right. No, exactly. And that's, that's what it is. And you know, I spend a lot of time on social media and following other tracks and other drivers and stuff. And there's, there's a lot of people that, you know, they live in one state and they show up on Facebook and they're in another state and on a family vacation and, they took one or two cars and ended up racing at another track that they've seen on Facebook and didn't have to change a whole lot. So that, that's great. So, yeah, that's that, that there's a lot of makes it easy then. Right. You know, so, mm -hmm. um, you know, Sean, let, obviously we know this is one of the, the pinnacle races of, of the year, no doubt for the one RC community, but let's talk a little bit about how this all got started for you and, and what, you know, what, what was it about the one RC cars and, you know, kind of your, bringing it to the level of promotion that you do? I've always wanted to promote something um, as far as just something to do with racing, whether it was motorsports or RC racing. And uh, a gentleman by Terry Plummer, who I called the godfather, he's been doing RC racing um, for years in the Denver metro area, um, all the way back into the 80s, building the RC10s that were converted piano frame sprint cars. And uh, he had opened up a track uh, the first year that one RCs came out and uh, 
he rented a building on, on his own expense and, you know, in hopes of getting this going. And he, he started with literally three cars and that was the midgets when they first came out. And it started, we raced that winter and I think we grew up to about 15 or 20 some cars. And then uh, he had had some health issues and he had been doing some research and talking with Justin who owns a hobby town in Westminster. And, uh, I kind of took over from there and just kind of used, you know, social media to promote it and started taking pictures of all the cars. And, but what really got me on the one RC stuff is just the realism in them. Um, you know, they're, they're true to their scale as what, you know, their predecessors are. So that's really cool. And I come from a sprint car, working on sprint cars and dirt late models and stuff like that. So it was something to relate myself to as far as the car themselves and they're affordable. So yeah. that's the big thing. Right. And so being somebody who deals with actual dirt late models and like you said, sprint cars and that you can really relate to how it, isn't it kind of amazing how these cars actually respond to the kind of the same setups that you put in the big cars. Is that true to say? Uh, you know, a lot to say. I mean, you know, they're not, you know, four-wheel independent suspension like, you know, the 10-scale stuff is. So, I mean, you can put a setup on a car, and it's similar, you know, some of the stuff you change on it is similar to what we do on the big cars. So, um, obviously, the late model suspension on a full-size car is a lot more uh, technical, per se, but, I mean, it's the same same effect, and uh, that's what I think gets a lot of people, and I think that's why a lot of people like these cars is because, they can go to their local Saturday night racetrack and see the same cars, you know, racing and go buy one and paint it like their favorite driver or whatever. And it's not just your normal cup guys and stuff that they're wishing they were to be. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's neat, the realism. And I mean, you know, I come from a asphalt background and, um, you know, that's how David got me hooked was he showed me a dirt late model. I was like, wow, you can, you can, you got <laughs> caster adjustments, you know, you can, you can do some really, yeah cool stuff to these cars and the, the thing for me is like they they respond right you know when you yes when you change a spring right when you go to a short length right rear soft right rear spring you know it changes the car dramatically right and and you can you can put some wedge in these things and you know you can scale them up uh you know check your cross weights all that stuff the, the things that you would do with a real car you can do that um that's yeah that's that's neat stuff i i just Good. love that part of it so, yeah, so you know, really neat and just... yeah, I, that you know, and I think for a lot of like nerds like me, you know, who I can't afford to run an asphalt late model, a super late model up here in Wisconsin, um, I certainly can't drive one, but I'd love to own one because I like the technical <laughs> side of it. But um, you know, it gives us an opportunity to to kind of experience that on a much much smaller scale. Um, so, you know, you've got you've got a lot of classes that you 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 guys run. And in multiple, you know, you've got the late models, right? You've got a crate late model division. You've got basically your mod division, all these things. It's unbelievable to see the amount of cars out on your track. The Chili Cup, I was following that, <laughs> watching all the live racing. It's unbelievable. And how you keep it all together and keep it moving was, it It just blew my blew my mind. Um, yeah, that that part of the keeping it moving uh, that's my girlfriend that calls the show and runs the race program itself and 
Um, she likes to take charge of that and she does a wonderful job keeping it going. Um, you know, and my daughter's help and her kids help and on the behind the scenes of different things that go on back there. So she's the one that keeps that going. Um, <laughs> and keep, she keeps me sane during those stressful times. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> right. Right. So, you so touched... I'm a perfectionist and yeah. Yeah. No, you touched on something that, you know, we, we talked about a little bit prior to the show and that's, you know, you're talking about your family and your family's involved and that's fantastic. And for us, like that's everything at our track too, is like fellowship and family and, and, and just having a good time. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your family is really involved even as racers, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I race when I have the chance to, as long as my girlfriend, uh, we have two daughters who also race and then my girlfriend has two sons who also race. So, um, they've all really gotten into it, uh, and even uh, Courtney's oldest son has got one of his friends that just came over one night to spend the night, and they hung out at the racetrack, and that's what he wants for his birthday present is that's cool. a new uh, crate late model. So that's how we've kind of grown it from there, too. But it's it's a family affair, and they help, you know, like I said, behind the scenes with uh, calling the races or turn marshalling or whatever the case may be, they all help, and uh, and then they all get a race, too. And it's 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 fun. Um, it kind of teaches, you know, hands-on of, you know, I don't know, I, I, I work in the automotive industry as it, as, as it is, and we're having a hard time finding technicians anymore. So um, it's kind of cool to see the younger generation working on just toy cars, but kind of goes back to the same thing, working with your hands. Not everybody needs to be IT people, and we still need those trade people in, in the industries as well. So I try to use it kind of for uh, – the training program too is just you know there's more to things than video games basically it's kind of a big video game but more hands-on and you have to fix it when you break it so yeah yeah great no. point great great point so okay chili chili cup obviously you said just you get started on that in summer planning it for the following winter um but you guys race weekly also um so we usually race from about first part of October until March weekly with a few weeks off due to holidays or um, we do have to share the look um, the area we our track is with other things that go on in hobby town so I think this year with Christmas New Year's and we only missed four weekends from October until um, the last week of March Wow! and then we do do a summer series um, two years ago we did it once a month um, like the last Sunday of the month, and then everybody loved it. So last year we did um, two months or two weekends out of the month um, on a Sunday, and it was really took off too. So um, it's something that Justin and I have, are going to discuss on what to do, you know, for this year's summer program. But because um, like I, we've most of our racing when this first started, we're all skilled racers, and now we've grown to, you know, they're just RC people and. You know, they don't work on real race cars or a part of that. So this is a real, real, real race car. So they want to race every other Sunday. So that's where we're at with that. So, well, just promoter to promoter. That's amazing to me. And yeah, I feel like a real slacker because I run one show a month. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I got to step up my game if I'm really going to be in the in the A group of one RC promoters. So, yeah, all kidding aside, I, that's that's fantastic. And and everything you just said about, you know, technicians and 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 trying to teach the younger generation. That's that's super cool. I never even gave that a thought 
Um, and so that's, yeah, that was pretty impactful uh, statement there. Yeah, and there was something this summer that, that happened last summer at uh, uh, Dusty Smith that runs Chiefield down in Florida did. He did like a little summer camp and it cost the parents so much and they basically bought a one RC car and he taught them how to build the car, paint the bodies, and then they raced them in a week span. And I thought that was really amazing, um, you know, that he did something like that. So uh, for those kids, and uh, I think, you know, if he does it again, I think it's just going to keep evolving and we're going to keep getting, you know, the younger generation involved in this hobby and keep it going, and keep it going strong. Well, it's going to have double value because we definitely have to get him on the show and talk about that. Yeah, that's super cool. That's yeah, super, that's, that's super one heck thing. of a program, you know, and, 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 you know, you talk about your family, right? You know, being part mm -hmm. of it, kind of teaching them the hands on, but that that's time that it's so well spent, right? Just bonding with your, your kids and your family. So that's, that's awesome that you do that. Uh, you know, the Chiefland there, I've, I follow them on Facebook, of course, you know, that's a, that's an awesome track down there too. Um, so it's it's just neat to see that when you ha when you can devote that much time uh, to the, to the entire program. I'm sure it's absolutely draining, but you know, you you see the passion, right? You it, see it come through. Yeah, and motivating, yeah, yeah motivating it's, it's at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a passion, and everybody enjoys it. And there's times where everybody's like, "Really? Do we have to do RC stuff this weekend?" I'm like, "Well." What else so, is there to but, do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's other things in uh, life. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I get told, "Oh, there's a big, big race this weekend." I'm like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. So, you know, that's where we're at. But uh, you know, we're we're lucky where we're at. And, you know, I've talked to Murph Dog and stuff, and to be honest, Murph Dog doesn't like it when Marsha comes out with a new car because it usually seems to hurt another one of his classes, and you know, everybody sells that car and buys a new car. I'm lucky enough that when one RC comes out with a new car, everybody just goes and buys that car. We just added a whole other class, and we start, you know, when the Asphalt Modified came out, I think we had 19 there the first night. So I was like, really? Holy cow. So, wow. um, and nothing really dropped off. So um, I've ran into the problem now that, you know, we start racing at five on Saturdays to accommodate people that have work schedules, but sometimes we don't get out, out of there until one or two in the morning. So oh, wow. I've tried to limit racers to, Hey guys, you can only race four classes out of the eight we run, and that upsets them. And or just split it, you know, late models and modifieds run one week, and then sprint cars and this run another week. And so I'm still trying to work on that happy medium and still get people out of there at a decent time. So sure, yeah, that's one that's one heck of a day for you guys, no doubt. And and just the races <laughs> themselves, right? I mean, if you want to run eight divisions in in one night, goodness. Well, now I feel yeah, we guilt. have a few races that do that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I bet, yeah. So. I'm feeling a little guilty here because you just worked a full day. We've had you on the phone forever. You were gracious enough to to talk to us right as you literally walked in the door. So you, A, have to be starving. Two, the family's got to be looking forward to to spend some time, and, <laughs> and uh, you probably want to decompress a little bit because you're going to be RC racing again really quick. So we can't thank you enough for your time. Um, let some people know how they can, uh, if they're not already following Colorado one RC racing, which I'd be super surprised if they're listening to this, I'm sure they're following you, but anyways, um, we want to give you some opportunity to just, uh, thank those people that help you, um, how you can, how people can learn more on social media and, and so forth. So I only have the Facebook page. Um, I've looked into websites, um, but that's just a whole other animal in itself. So it's just Colorado 1RC Racing 
on Facebook and you can ask questions or shoot me messages in there and I'll give you any information you guys would like. Um, as far as thanking people, you know, I definitely got to thank, you know, Terry Plummer who got this all started. If it wasn't for him, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Um, I kind of took over and just started running with it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gracious for him. Um, another one is Justin Mueller, who's opened up the doors from uh, Hobby Town and let us do what we love to do. And then, you know, my girlfriend, Courtney White, she calls the races. She, she keeps me going on all this. Uh, my daughters and her boys are amazing, too, on, you know, supporting me when I'm at home and on the phone constantly with the stuff or doing research. So, and then all my racers that support me, it's, it's huge and couldn't do it without any of them. So, no doubt, you know, Sean, if you're a guy like me who is really strongly considering uh, wanting to head out there and, and, and check out the track and go, go burn some laps. How do we how do we do, how do we go about doing that? Can we just shoot you a message on Facebook then and uh, at the uh, Colorado yeah, just RC? Shoot me Facebook? a message. The track during the winter time is usually up from Saturday until Wednesday, and then I go go there Wednesday night and tear it down for the other events they got going. Okay. Uh, summertime, the schedule's a little bit different of when the track needs to be set up. Um, if definitely anybody comes from out of state, you know, I'll make sure that we get it set up when they're there so they can see the famed Hobbytown Speedway part of Colorado RC. So awesome. um, we've had guys from New Jersey and that heard about us and they've ran on our track and guys from California that were here on business trips and brought one of their cars and you know, <laughs> were able to run on it. So anytime that, you know, if I know in a week in advance or even a few days in advance, I can make sure that track's set up there. So that's fantastic. Well, I think a business trip's in order, Dave. I, uh, yeah. You just motivated us. <laughs> yeah. I, if I wasn't motivated enough about, from what I saw on uh, Facebook, I'm definitely motivated. Just talking to you. I mean, uh, just what you've put into this, and you know, now I now I totally get it. Right now, I totally understand why this track is as successful as it is, and it's so, um, you know, so many people come out and run. Um, you know, you and your family obviously just put on a great show, and just on behalf of RC racers everywhere, especially one RC racers, we just want to say thank you. Right, just thank you for the motivation and. And, and the drive to, to do this. So we appreciate you. We appreciate all the support and appreciate what you guys are doing to get it out there about other stuff. So it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, again, we couldn't have, we couldn't have picked a better person or a better discussion to, to open our first, you know, this is our first night doing uh, this segment uh, called above ground. And so again, we just want to thank you for joining us and, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna get out there, buddy. Yeah, yeah we gotta no doubt. we gotta burn some laps at no your track. Doubt. But yeah, seriously, Sean, Definitely. thank you, thank you for you know doing what you do and promoting, uh, you know, the track and really the hobby so darn well. Uh, there's so much content that that's coming up in social media all the time, and I just I appreciate it, right, as a racer because I get to see some stuff and you know you get some ideas and you get, again watching some of the live racing is neat too because you see how you see the competition out there and some of the lines you got to run on the tracks and whatnot. So it's, it's, it's awesome seeing all that. So from, for me, thank you um, for posting as much as you do. Well, thank you guys for having me. All right. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Take care. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, that's going to wrap it up uh, for tonight. Uh, Ryan, as always, thanks for, for being here you had a lot of fun and, i appreciate uh, you my friend just some really interesting conversation i think uh yeah i think this was one of our best shows ever no doubt no doubt
Is that you on bass? No. No? No. That'd be a lot more funky. (laughs) But uh, no, this is good stuff, Dave. Uh, Fantastic conversations. I love this new segment that we got going on, the above ground. Uh, It's going to be fun, and it's only going to get better. You got it. You got it. So again, for uh, Ryan and for myself, thanks for tuning in to the RC Underground Radio Show. Thanks, everyone. Follow us on Spotify, Facebook, and Instagram.